You're listening to the Hotter on Top podcast, hosted by me, Becca Kavanaugh. This podcast is for the woman that wants it all, the thriving business, the passionate love life, and the embodied inner radiance to have and hold it all with ease and pleasure. Every week, I will be giving you the behind the scenes on how you can run your own successful business without sacrificing your pleasure or spiraling into burnout. These tools and teachings are what I have used to accelerate my growth in the online space and go from working multiple jobs, hustling 12 hours a day, you name it, to channeling my genius into a potent business that gives me the freedom and flexibility to work whenever and however the fuck I want. Now I mentor my clients to carve out their own unique space in the industry and make a massive impact and income by being their most bold and turned on selves. Think of this podcast as your dose of deep business and personal development that will leave you with the juice and confidence you need to start taking action on your desires right fucking now. My goal for this podcast is to have you feeling turned on to create your own version of a pleasure-based business and tap into your deepest desires by unapologetically asking for what you want. Because I believe women feel hotter when they are on top. Hello, 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 sexy soul. Welcome back to the podcast. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. So today we have a topic that I felt that I want to come in and bring in some nuance, some ideas around. And we're talking about what it really takes to be the woman that has it all. So I have rebranded the podcast, obviously. I know I've been talking about this. You guys know that you've experienced this. But I talked about in the intro this idea of the woman that has it all. And I felt that it needed a little bit of context to it because there can be a lot of misconceptions around the woman that has it all. So today I wanted to provide that for you and give you some tangible things that you can kind of walk away with as you go throughout this journey of the woman that has it all. Now you might be like, fuck you, Becca. Um, (laughs) I can't take on any more. How the fuck can I actually do it all? And that's pretty much why I want to talk about this is because I think that we've been sold the ideal that women, the idea of women having it all is really just re packaged patriarchy, like the idea of this boss babe woman that has the business and the kids and the, you know, high rise and they're dating, but they're also in relationship. Like they just have it all right. So much going on. And this, (laughs) this ideal has kind of been sold to us in a way that I think is putting women more so in a box, right? It's like, these are the desires that you should have in this capitalistic patriarchal society. And ultimately what I think it's asking of women is to just take on more and to be more of service for the patriarchy, for society, for men. And I think that in a way, it's been this empowering movement, but also it's a double-edged sword, as most things in the patriarchy are. (laughs) Women um, are sold dreams and sold ideas that create more work. 
And I think that there's a lot of work that women already do that is just goes so unseen, which this is your mental labor, your physical labor, the invisible labor that we do as women. And we've kind of been sold that this is just what we have to do, that this is just what we have to do to be the woman that has it all. And we're kind of at this, um, we're kind of at this fork in the road, I guess, or like this, we're kind of at our edge here, which is like, we're asking women to hold more, but not doing it in a way that's actually pleasure filled. It's, it's this hyper independence. It's this hustle mentality. It's this very masculine driven and not even a divine masculine. It's more of a wounded masculine in our society for us to kind of show up and play the game, so to speak, on top of doing all the things that we already do that has been kind of not valued enough. So, and now that we're kind of at this shift in that we are seeing the mental and physical labor that women do, this very invisible labor, this is your emotional labor, this is the doing the housework labor, this is, you know, planning out the birthday parties and making sure things are special and making sure that the people in your lives feel supported. And part of that is being a human, but the pressure is so much on just by being a woman. Right. So, and I'm sure that if you are a woman and if you identify as a woman and you're listening to this podcast, you're probably like, uh, yeah. (laughs) Or if even if you've been socialized as a woman in the society, it's kind of is been taught to us this underlining, um, very unspoken context, this unspoken messaging of like, you have to do all of this while also have the business and have all the things in order to be deemed successful, in order to be empowered, in order to be independent, you have to do X, Y, and Z. And this X, Y, and Z is this box that we've just packaged up and repurposed patriarchy, right? This is repurposed patriarchy that we've just repackaged and put in a box and claimed that it was um, women empowerment. So... When I talk about the woman that has it all, again, I think that we have this bitter taste in our mouth because we're like, how the fuck can we have it all when we are holding so much? How the fuck can we have it all when we're not feeling supported, when we're not feeling like our work is valued in the world? So I wanted to add that little, not little, it's very big nuance, (laughs) big context as we kind of move forward because I want you to know that as I'm talking throughout this podcast episode, it's not just coming from a place of like, let me add more things onto your plate. This is not the woman that has it all of, here's all the desires I think you should have to have it all. What I'm really inviting you in is inviting this new energy of like, what do you actually desire? When you think about having it all, what is going to light you the fuck up? What is really going to turn you on and make sure that you feel nourished, supported, relaxed, rested, and rich, right? That is what we, that's the aim. That to me is the woman that has it all. It's the woman that is wet and wealthy. It's the woman that feels turned on by the things that she's doing in her life and feels like she has the capacity to give. She has so much overflow that she feels like she can give even more 
feels like she can do even more. And the things that she's doing and giving are actually in alignment with her values and with her, um, with her desires. So that is ultimately the like overview of the nuance that I wanted to give you first, before we kind of dive into what is it going to take to be the woman that actually has it all. And I think the first thing here is that you really have to be real about your desires. And I think this takes a lot of introspection and it takes a lot of um, just deep, uh, deep uncovering for who you actually want to be by also deconditioning this very patriarchal mindset, right? Because I think that as women, we have this energy of wanting to give, we're wanting to nurture, we're wanting to like have that. And unfortunately, I feel like a lot of this nurturing and giving and just this natural love that women have to give has been exploited and kind of just overused to the point where we're getting to a place where we don't even want to tap into that. We don't want to even give. And so there might be some like overcorrection to get to the actual alignment of your desires, right? This overcorrection of like having really hard boundaries, having this really deep sense of saying no and asking for what you want. And we're going to get to that in a second, but being able to kind of decondition some of these things and get down to your real dirty, deep desires. I did this um, exercise the other day, which I think is going to now be an exercise that I'm going to do with my clients, um, is about getting down to the your deepest, dirtiest desire. So like if you were the most selfish, bad girl on the planet, what would you want? What would you want to do, right? And not saying that we're going to act on every single deep desire of this, right? Um, but it's kind of funny to like play in some of the energetics of like, if I was a bad girl, if I was just selfish as I could be, if I was just as dirty as I could be and mean, what would I do? And sometimes what this is, it's breaking up some of that good girl bullshit that we've been taught over and over again. It's breaking up some of that, right? And it's so funny because when I did this exercise with myself, I started reading a book like a week later that it was recommended to me, which by the way, so good. It's called um, Unbound, A Guide to Women's Power. Ooh, I forget the author's name. I will link it down in the show notes for you guys. But she talks about this and I thought it was so hilarious because again, as intuition is so real, you guys, and I was about to read this book and then I was like thinking about this deep, dirty desire thing because I already had these like hits of inspiration or intuition of like, what do I really want? Like what, like if I wasn't taking this lens of like people pleasing or trying to take on everybody's shit or trying to like, you know, make sure I am worthy in the world. Like if I just 
felt so fucking worthy, if I just got what I wanted and like if I just did the things not from a people-pleasing lens, like what would I want to do? And then I read this book and she had an exercise that was almost identical and she talks about these like really big desires and kind of moving through it. Super powerful book. Um, Highly recommend and I highly recommend on audiobook as well. So anyway, that's a side note. I'll link it down in the show notes for you guys. But digging deep into your desires that don't serve the patriarchy, right? And not saying that like there's probably going to be some layers because again, conditioning runs deep. And what I noticed with my own exercise, I was like, I was still just like kind of playing small. Like, and so I kind of had to work myself up to these bigger, deeper, like more, indulgent desires, um, that were just completely self-indulgent. And again, this is breaking up that conditioning that women are just supposed to be pretty and good and do what everybody else wants and to be passive and just, you know, like be protective of ourselves. And when in reality, it's slowly, slowly just building up this resentment in us that is making it so hard to have it all. And so the reason I bring this up is like, we have to clear some of that anger and that resentment and all the bullshit that we're hanging on to that we really don't need to hold on to anymore before you can really get to your deep desires. And then that is your key, your path to having it all, right? Because I can't sit here and say, here's the formula to having it all. You're going to have the business. You're going to have the kids. You're going to have the travel. You're going to have X, Y, and Z. And I know that's what like our society loves to do. We love to put ourselves in boxes, but I really invite you to like find out what lives outside of that box for you. What is the true meaning of having it all for you? And how are you going to start to decondition some of these like people pleasing or good girlness, or even just recognizing that like, Hey, I'm holding way too much mental load and release some of that in order to create more space to have it all. Because that's the first part here is that you have to create space. You have to simplify to amplify. You do this in business. We do this in our relationships. We have to be able to release something in order to get to where we want to go, um, to create space for what we want. So The next piece here is understanding these kind of deep desires. And again, like some of these deep, dirty desires are not going to be something that you act on, right? But they can be still used as kind of a vehicle, a channel to really ignite some inspiration of what you want. And something that was really powerful that I learned in the book that, again, I will link down in the show notes was like, she said that um, if you don't know your desires, like every complaint that you have, every frustration that you have, there lies a desire. And I cannot agree with that <laughs> any more than I already do. There's, I just agree with that so much. And being able to say that, like being able to be like, oh, I don't really know what I want, but like, look at what you're complaining about. Look at what you're giving your attention to. Look at what is really worrying you. Like what would feel good to just release, you know, and being able to ask for what you actually want instead of in a form of a complaint or a negative statement or frustration um, or resentment that you're holding on to. Maybe this is an opportunity to ask. It's an opportunity to get curious. And maybe it's an opportunity to ask yourself, like, why am I having such a hard time asking for this? 
And maybe that's just on an energetic level, like having a hard time asking for what you want to the universe or to God or to whoever. Um, Or it could just be asking your partner for something, asking yourself permission for something, right? Asking for money or whatever it may be, asking for money when it comes to selling or anything like that. Like if you're having a hard time asking, this having it all ideal is going to be hard to achieve. I'm just going to be honest. It's going to be very hard because one of the biggest things that I really want you to know is that women that have it all ask for support and they know how to lean on support. They know how to trust people to support them. They know how to offload their mental and physical labor. And that's just the truth. I think this is the new paradigm of us just being more so in our zone of genesis in our zone of genius and letting other people be in their zone of genius by letting them support us. And you can start with this as little as you can, which is just like within your relationship, figure out your guys' zones of genius and then work to that. Figure out your strengths, figure out what feels good for both of you and then get curious about that and then create a plan to execute it, right? And let that person support you. Let your partner support you. Um, And this is really huge in business when you start to think about outsourcing or having a team or scaling. Again, you have to simplify to amplify. You have to be able to simplify your workload and focus on your zone of genius and get the support that you need to amplify that. Um, And I think that as well with like business, it's really important for us to start this energetics before we even get to that point of hiring people out. And this could be as something as a business coach, this could be as something as, you know, a VA, or this could be a whole blown team, right? So understanding that the energetics of working and asking for support in one area of your life will translate into every area of your life. Um, I was talking with one of my clients about this and uh, we were talking about boundaries and energetic boundaries. And I was saying like, this will translate into everything that you do in business as well. So if there's anything in your life and you're like, no, I need to focus on my business or you're feeling bad that you're not focusing on your business, understand that these things also play a role in your business. It's all very connected, right? When it comes to boundaries, when it comes to asking for support, when it comes to defining your desires, like all of those things really uh, make up being a business owner as well. And so the last piece here is really having these strong boundaries. So after we're able to ask for what we want, we have to be able to know when to shut it off. We have to be able to know when to shut off our mental load. And what I find a lot with women is that it's not so like, yes, physical boundaries is a big thing, but I think it's more so these energetic and mental boundaries that we have. Um, I know as a business owner and being more in the online space, it's very easy to just always be on. And you have to be, you have to give yourself that break. You have to be able to shut it off and you have to be able to create pockets in your schedule to be able to shut it off. (laughs) And the women that have it all are not on all the time. Again, this is a piece of nuance. I think that when we think about having it all, we think about everything's good all the time. They're on all the time. They're done up and good and happy all the time. And like, no, my version of the woman that has it all, she feels, man, she wants to numb out sometimes. She just wants to rage sometimes. She just wants, you know, because I don't have an idealistic version 
of being the woman that has it all. I have this more so very human lens of the woman that has it all, right? And I think that we so much have been taught, again, welcome back to re repackaged patriarchy here, is like the stuff for wife model. It's like women are just robots and they're supposed to look good all the time. They're supposed to be pretty all the time and, you know, just be on and happy and never be a burden to anyone, never lean on anyone. And the reality is, is that the more women suppress their humanness around this, around these areas, um, the more we're not going to be able to have it all. The longer it's going to take for us to have it all. Because if we're not connected with our rage, if we're not connected with our, like, what's really going on inside and we're just suppressing, suppressing, just hustle, just go, it's going to bubble and bubble and bubble. <laughs> and it's never going to get better. And it's just going to make things so much harder. It's going to make things so much harder. And so the more we just suppress, the harder this work becomes and the more disconnected we become to our desires, to who we actually want to be. And so all of this, I'm kind of ranting and rambling under the boundaries category, but <laughs> that was kind of what came up right now. But again, being able to understand and be real with ourselves around where do we need to actually implement boundaries and have honest to God conversations, not just with ourselves, but with the people around us. Because the reality is we're not going to be able to have it all if we're stuck in this Stepford Wives pattern, if we're stuck in this, and maybe not even Stepford Wives, but even in this self-doubt as a woman, even in this questioning as a woman, even in this... Um, in these moments of people pleasing and just taking everything on and not wanting to be a burden and walking on eggshells, like all of those things are just keeping us farther and farther away from these desires. So if you have boundaries with yourself, it's going to be so much easier to implement them with others as well. And I think one of the biggest boundaries that you can have with yourself is being like, I am not going to entertain this ideal of the woman that has it all, right? I'm going to be real with myself. I'm going to give myself grace. I'm going to believe in myself, right? Um, having a boundary with myself, um, one of the things that I had to really encounter and one of the very big switches that flipped in my business was like, I kind of had to create a boundary with myself around um, having these like burning my business down moments because I used to have a lot of them and it was a very much big roller coaster and I was just like Becca you're just getting off to the dramatics at this point okay <laughs> I just had to be like Becca we're not doing this anymore you know that you're not going to give this business up you know you're not going to burn it down to the ground so you might as well just stop with the dramatics and that was literally such a big voice in my head and a big boundary that I set with myself that it was like a slap in my energetic face. Like, and I was just like, oh, yeah, you're right. This is just exhausting me. This is just exhausting me. This self-doubt, this questioning, this burning my business to the ground is just draining my energy. And if I have a drained energy, then I can't have it all, right? If you have drained energy, you can't have it all. And that's just the thing. So we have to be as diligent about protecting our 
energy and our mental capacity and our physical capacity just as much as we do for others. Honestly, um, the moment that you start to <laughs> think like, oh, I want to protect this person. I want to help this person. I want to give to this person. Like, Ask yourself, do I give this to myself first? Do I fill up my cup first before I move forward and support somebody in this? Because I'm all for supporting. I'm all for giving. But when we are giving from an empty cup, then that serves no one, right? If we're giving from a cup that's overflowing and just has more and more to give and it's like a faucet running that you can't stop, then hello, that's where the magic happens, right? And so all this is to say, just to kind of wrap up with everything that we kind of talked about because it was a big topic, is when I talk about this woman that has it all, this is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about your true desires that are detached and deconditioned from this patriarchal mindset. I'm talking about these deep, dirty desires that you really want to see in your lifetime. I'm talking about you being nourished and nurtured and also being rich and rested. I'm talking about holding these different points of the duality of being a human, being this human experience, being able to be fully expressed while also being able to numb yourself sometimes, right? By And not making yourself wrong for either of those things, like consciously doing those things, right? Um, and not making yourself wrong for just being human and not making yourself wrong for your desires and wanting to have it all, wanting to be this certain embodiment, right? And then having this deep resonance and reassurance that when you do all these things and you find this harmony and you do this trial and error and all the things, all this evidence and all this feedback that you're going to be getting by all this trial and error will ultimately align you with having it all and having that deep belief in yourself that you can do this, that you can have this life that you desire. As long as we just work through and channel some of these moments and in order to really have your deepest desires, especially if you're in a place where you're not feeling good, we have to start to release some things. And so to release some things, we have to have boundaries. We have to have the hard conversations. We have to um, do the things that maybe don't feel pleasure-filled in the beginning, but we know that the result will feel pleasure-filled, right? So, and then being able to be real with yourself, having that introspection, having that, um, yeah, just having that deep uh, relationship with yourself as well. And all of these things just take work and they take time. But again, as long as the result is pleasure-filled, then that's where we want to be, right? That's where we want to get to. So obviously, if you're wanting more help with this, and maybe this is the first episode that you've been listening to, definitely check out the other podcast episodes and seeing this through a business lens. And if you're wanting to really dive deep on this and you want 2022 to be the year that things shift and change and transform for you, then my business magnetism mentorship is here for you. The opportunity will not last forever. I have about a couple spots left. And once those spots are sold out, then that is it. And then the wait list will start. So I would highly encourage you if you've been feeling the urge, if you've been feeling the intuitive nudge to really reach out to me, to check out my website, to check out all the, all the offers and just come talk to me. Honestly, I don't bite. 
come talk to me and I would love to just help you make an empowered decision on what the next best step would be for you. So thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys have a beautiful, beautiful week and I will talk to you all next time. Thank you so much for investing your time by listening to today's podcast and take an extra moment to celebrate yourself for prioritizing your pleasure and your business growth. If you found this episode helpful, I would be so honored if you could share a screenshot on your stories and tag me at Becca Jo Cavanaugh on Instagram and leave this podcast a rating and review so we can share all of this goodness with more women who deserve to have and hold it all. If you want to keep the party going, you can join the Bold Biz Bitches Facebook group for even more juice and free behind-the-scenes trainings. If you are ready to go to the next level, you can learn how to work with me inside my intimate one-on-one container or self-paced offerings with the links down in the show notes. Sending you all the good pleasure juices for the week, and I will talk to you next time. Mwah!